Warning, the following podcast is a shit show, and the individuals you are about to meet are idiots. Their opinions, anecdotes, and advice contain zero nutritional value. This is the critical human condition and all of its strangeness. This is life, according to an idiot. All right, we're back at it again. Oh, we're recording. Yes, we are. We just got done recording and now we're recording again because we just can't get enough of you guys. We can't. We just can't. We got to make sure you guys hear us all the freaking time. We're back with another another mini-sode. We heard you wanted it. And guess what? We're here. We're given. That's right. By the way, what's your name? I didn't catch it. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, my name's Mo. <laughs> uh, my name's Jeremy. And together we host this monstrosity yeah. of a podcast. According to an idiot. Yes. Five years running, almost. Five years running. Right, yeah. But guess what? This is our year. This is when you shout from the hilltops, hey, listen to this podcast, and I'm talking to all of you. All you guys are yelling. Okay, well, I'll just get into it. This minisode, we are talking about Hauska Castle. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Hauska. Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Hauska Castle. Okay. You ever heard of this? Uh, sure. No. Sure? Good. Well, then in that case, I'll let you cover this. Go ahead. <laughs> so this is a castle that is not... Ordinary. <laughs> not ordinary. This castle is made inside out. What? And I'll explain as I go. About 30 miles north of Prague... In the Czech Republic. Okay, so this is like a real place. This is a real place, yeah. Czech Republic. <gasps> Whoa. Formerly Czechoslovakia, right? Geography is historically my worst subject. Always. Oh, well, that's... Always has been. Then you're the best person to ask this question to. <laughs> if you ask me where the Caribbean was, I don't know if I could tell you. Just follow the pirates. So Czechoslovakia... <laughs> Not to be confused with Czechoslovakia, which is where clowns come from. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> so, like I said, 30 miles north of Prague in the Czech Republic stands one of the best preserved castles from the late Gothic era. Ooh. Built between 1270 and 1280 under the order of Ottokar II of Bohemia. Ottokar? Ottokar, that's his name. Pretty cool. Oh my god, this is like major gothic vibes. Fuck yeah. So Hauska Castle was constructed to serve as an administration center from which all royal properties and estates would be managed. So really not that exciting of a location. And before this, another, I don't want to say castle, but another structure stood in its place before Ottokar constructed this one. And this one was... I think it was it was made like way, 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 way long before Ottokar built his castle. But this man built a structure for, I think, a son or, or something. It was built on what is essentially like a, a large chunk of limestone, this cliff edge made of limestone. Okay. A building was built on it. And then ominously, the limestone cracked right down the middle. <gasps> and it opened up this giant pit into nothing. Oh, okay. And so eventually that castle was taken down and... Autocar built in its place, Hauska Castle. And so it's a castle that is built on top of a pit that people believe leads to hell because of this crack, this hole that formed beneath it. Very strange place to build a castle. That doesn't sound very like structurally sound. So yeah, I, I don't really know how it works. It, it looks very structurally sound if you look at it. It's just underneath in this one part of the castle where there is now a... Um, 
they built a uh, a chapel over it. So it's just like a basement. Like there's just a hole underneath the castle. It's not a basement because it's like a it's a pit. It's like a hole that goes to the depths of the earth. Whoa. Okay. I guess yeah. I was not, I wasn't understanding how deep this was. Yeah. So I'll get into it. I was like, that's just every basement. Every basement is like, <laughs> yeah, isn't that <laughs> that's crazy? The doorway into hell. <laughs> yeah, this was the first finished basement. It was really cool. Um, so I'll just repeat myself. Uh, this castle was constructed to serve as an administration center from which all royal properties in the states would be managed. And from that description, one might mistake Hauska Castle, Hauska Castle, Hauska <laughs> Castle as a beautiful but boring and unremarkable place. However, the castle stands out due to its peculiar design features and some dark lore, which has cast a charming mystery over the place for centuries. Charming mystery of demons. Yeah, demons and basements. So <laughs> it, you can assume that the average Joe likely can't write a dissertation on gothic architecture or the structural integrity of old castles but one piece of common knowledge that everybody knows is that a castle is built to protect those inside its walls you know Mm -hmm. castles are fortified to provide defense from outside attack that's just sort of like the purpose of a castle okay it's got walls and it's got a you know a moat that's if you want to be fun a drawbridge a drawbridge over the moat that's extra fun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. watchtowers well, that, now you're getting now you're getting kind of gaudy. Now I'm I'm not digging that so much. A mess hall. A mess hall. What is this? A fucking boot camp. <laughs> a mess hall. Chambers. No, chambers. Hell yeah. A basement. Basement <laughs> with a ping pong table. So castles are made to defend the people inside from dangers outside. But that is where Hauska Castle differs. Rather than being built to keep forces out, the castle appears to have been built to keep something in. Oh, okay. All of its defenses are built inward. That's horrifying. You're right. Okay, so the castle is built atop, like I said, a rocky cliff in a region full of dense forest and swampland surrounded by mountains. So built in an environment that would have been challenging, if not treacherous, to navigate, Hauska Castle had no external fortifications and was isolated from all trade routes. Hmm. There was also no accessible water source. Instead, the castle relied on a cistern which would collect rainwater. So, like, not logical at all, mm-hmm. which already kind of makes it mysterious because it's, like, inaccessible, no trade routes interact with it whatsoever, so it's going to be hard to get anything in, and also, like, no water source. You got to hope it rains and that enough is collected in the cistern. That is insane. Right. So most of the windows along the castle are actually false windows with bricked walls behind the glass. And while the castle features the makings of a Gothic castle... With fine artwork on display, a gothic chapel, an elegant drawing room, there is, oddly enough, no kitchen, as well as some other like typical features you would see inside of a place where people would live. Yeah. But let's get to the portal to hell. That's the more important part of this. What, I'm concerned about the no kitchen. So like the people there just wouldn't eat? Like what was the... I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't research into like who was living there. Mm-hmm. Later on, we'll see that it becomes like a military base for a certain group of people. So the most bizarre aspect of Hauska Castle is that it is built atop a massively deep pit. The mouth of the pit opens under the castle chapel, and the exact depth is allegedly still unknown, or at the very least, the bottom is not visible by any means from the top. I think now the pit is opened, I think for like tourism or something, but before it was covered by giant slabs of rock 
like sheets of rock that covered the hole up. Mm-hmm. But local legend claims that the castle acts as a barrier to protect the pit, which was purported to be a portal to hell. This fringe theory is supported by the peculiar design of the fortress, mainly the fact that its defense walls point inward toward the castle instead of outward for, you know, attacking threats from the surrounding wilderness. The juicier fragments of Hauska Castle's folklore are presented on a Prague travel site that I found appropriately titled Most Haunted Places in Prague. (laughs) So, for example, here's one thing I found. Legends of supposed first-hand accounts include witnesses spotting bizarre winged animals flying over and around the castle. Things that were described as half-human chimeras. It's like a half-human animal winged beast. Yeah, that's horrifying. You know, animal-human hybrids, essentially. It doesn't say, like, what animals they are. No, because these accounts are so anecdotal Mm. and also so old. That there's like no real detail to it. And also a lot of this is like hearsay and like folklore. But additionally, there are passed down accounts of castle visitors and occupants seeing dark winged humanoid animals emerging from the pit and flying out into the world. (gasps) Mothman. Mothman is from (laughs) Prague, the Czech Republic. (laughs) One of the, I think the better stories is a crew of prisoners that were enlisted to help construct the castle or maybe do renovations. I'm not sure. They were offered full pardons or lessened sentences if they agreed to be lowered deep into the pit and report on what they saw, like just experimentation. Oh, God. Allegedly, according to this is the most popular legend, pretty much. Allegedly, the first volunteer was lowered down by rope and was quickly pulled back out after they began screaming. When the prisoner resurfaced, they appeared as if they had aged decades and their face and body were wrinkled and their hair had begun to grow white. <gasps> the castle is also home to a cast of familiar ghosts, including an old woman, a humanoid bullfrog entity, and a headless horse. Oh my god. Also, I thought you'd enjoy this. <laughs> a little fun fact. The castle was investigated in a 2009 episode of Ghost Hunters International. <gasps> yes! So the TV crew picked up on, obviously, odd noises and disembodied voices. The crew personally witnessed moving shadows that appeared to be spying from around corners and would quickly vanish. One investigator caught audio of disembodied breathing, which prompted them to toss a stone into the distance. I think this was like in the basement of the, is the basement or the attic? They tossed a stone into the distance and the stone was promptly thrown back at them by seemingly no one. Oh God, that's terrifying. Yeah. And so I actually watched, it's on YouTube, I think, for free. It's called, like, you could do, like, Ghost Hunters International Portal to Hell. I watched the full episode, and it's, like, it was weird to revisit Ghost Hunters, like, after all these years, because, like, I know we both used to watch it when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I had not revisited Ghost Hunters in a very long time. My favorite thing about Ghost Hunters is how, like, there's that part post-investigation where they'll, they'll have, like, three or more of the investigators, like, Clearly in like a hotel room that they rented at a table, <laughs> at a table with their laptops, just listening to hours of recordings. And once in a while, they just, you'd hear them just like tap their space bar and be like, I think I got something, guys. And like it would show the audio and it's like, all you would hear is all this static. <laughs> if you listen, it sounds like he said mama, mama. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what, yeah, and then everyone's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, and it would, and they, they like do a enhance shot of, it, and then it's yeah, just like, like let's, let's let's go deeper, bubba bubba, 
<laughs> wow. Maybe he was calling out for his mother. You know, there is a legend about a boy who lost his mother. Like, it's all oh, that kind of shit. Oh, it was so cringe, but I, I you know, I love it too. I'm going to have to watch that. I It was making me think, because there's like the most haunted island in the world. It's called Boveglia, Boveglia Island. Yeah, Boveglia. Yeah, you did. You did a, I did like a, a little segment on that, but that was also covered in like quite a few like ghost hunters type things. And I was like, oh, I wonder, like Prague seems to have like so many haunted things. And then my curse of poor geography knowledge once again reared its head because this is in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that was an Italian island. Yeah, it was a plague <laughs> island. Right. It was an asylum turned... It was like so many horrible things. Like prison turned mass graveyard. Leper colony, a fire destroyed it. It was a prison, a fire destroyed it. It was a something else, a fire an, destroyed it. An insane asylum. <laughs> yeah, it's like, god damn, this place is horrifying. Yeah, terrible. But yeah, it was such a trip, like watching Ghost Hunters again. Just watching them be like... Uh, you're going to want to hear this. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I got a root beer bubble. Oh my God. Wow. I almost bought you Ghost Hunters for Christmas and I'm kind of mad I, I didn't it. know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would have loved, I would have loved it ironically. Right. It's a lot of nostalgia with that. I'm trying to get Flo into watching it with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's their take on that stuff? Are they scared of ghosts? Yeah. They're pretty scared. Yeah. And they like scared the shit out of me too because... They're really like sensitive to that kind of stuff. And by sensitive, I mean like to noises and stuff. They can hear things like that, you know, kind of like freak them out. But they also will just like wake up in the middle of the night. But when they wake up in the middle of the night, they like shoot up out of bed. Oh, like in a movie. Yeah, like in a movie. Like you're gone and then you're just like. <laughs> that is <laughs> so weird that you say that because just yesterday I was talking to my friend at work and I was like. Have you ever just like woken up like that, like in movies? Yeah. Have you ever just like shot up and they're like, no, I've never done that. I'm like, yeah. Does anyone ever do that? No, I, I've never done that. I've never seen anyone until Flo started doing it. It freaks me the fuck out. That is scary. Like, they'll hear something and then they shoot up and then they just like run away. <laughs> they'll, <laughs> they'll like go check the locks or something. But they did that the other night. They shot up and then they just started pointing at our closet. Oh my God. And Dude, what? No, fuck that. Don't like our closet. The closet always I'm been- I'm turning my light on now. Always been the scariest thing. <laughs> I'm immediately just had to turn my light on. <laughs> but yeah, like I, whenever I sage, I always like heavily sage our closet because it always freaks me out. And they like shoot up and they're like, you know, breathing really hard. And they're just pointing at the closet Dude. and then they're pointing at the door, oh. our bedroom door. And I was like, uh, no, no, let's go to bed. Let's go to bed. And I asked him about it the next morning because I thought about it all day. And like the entire day I was like hearing things and I was like freaking myself out over it. Yeah. And they didn't remember it happening. Even, and I was like, I, I have to it's live even with worse. this. I have to live with this now in our haunted house. Dude, that's scary. I was going through this phase where I would, oh it was fucking horrible. It was like maybe a year and a half where almost every night I would wake up in a panic. And I think partially it was because I just have generalized anxiety, but mm -hmm. it was, it would only happen like under certain conditions. I would wake up and like the room would feel a certain way. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night, not in a panic. But every time I woke up in a panic, the room, like something felt like, it felt like something woke me up and I was having these crazy dreams. I would hear things in my house. It was like, it felt like I had ESP for like a year. 
It was really strange. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe you're like a medium. Not that I believe that, but then that fall, a palm reader had told me that I had what's called, I think I talked about it in that previous episode. I had what they called the bump in the night line mm. on my palm. And it signifies being more sensitive to the other side and things trying to talk to you. Oh. And so I told him, I'm like, well, you know, I've been having these weird dreams. And also I've been having these, I feel like I wake up feeling like someone's watching me. And he goes, all you need to do is tell them that you're not interested in helping and you want them to leave you alone. Yeah. Through a practical lens. It's probably like a psychological thing too, because you are telling this thing that you likely manifested and made up that you don't want it around anymore. But I remember having another scary dream that it was all about the same thing. And then I woke up and I remember I said quietly, because I was like, you know, sweaty and anxious and like disoriented. <laughs> I was like, I don't want this. No, this cannot happen again. Stop this. And then it's pretty much stopped. I think I might have had a few more episodes of that. Wow. I have I felt nothing ever since then in terms of spooky shit. Wow. But I was like <laughs> convincing myself I had ESP or some shit. Well, you probably did. You probably do. You probably do and you scared him off. Well, you know what's funny is my, I, I was telling this to my mom who's, my mom's one of those ladies who were like, I always asked her as a kid, I'm like, mom, do you believe in ghosts? And she goes like, no, but I believe in angels. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. I want the opposite. No angels, only ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Let's not make this about going to church with you on Sunday. But she goes like, you know, what's funny is my mother always told me that she believed that I had ESP. Mm. And someone in her, I think someone in her family was convinced they had ESP. Wow. Okay. So in this narcissistic vision I have where I'm the main character of everything, yeah, I have ESP. I feel like you almost to a detriment trying to explain away anything that like might make you unique. Yeah, probably. And I feel like sometimes you just got to embrace it. Maybe you're like a little sensitive or maybe you like feel things other people don't feel. That's not, that doesn't mean you're like you know, making yourself out to be something you're not. You're just, you know, putting words to an experience that you had. And I think that's fine. You know? Well, I'll tell you what I do have. I have big feelings. And you should. And I should. Because I'm fucking talking to ghosts at night, Mo. <laughs> yeah. And I got big feelings too, because they're talking to Flo and they're yeah, waking, yeah. waking yeah. them up. <laughs> right. I think I might've told you this, but Anna... Because I was getting into tarot cards and stuff at the time. This is like, you know, probably three years ago, four years ago or something pre-COVID. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? I have these books on becoming a medium and like you should read these. And I was like, why the mm -hmm. fuck would I want to like hear ghosts? No. I don't want to listen to them. I don't want to see them. From everything I've heard, people who claim to be, you know, see ghosts or whatever. Is that, that's not a psychic. A medium, right. It's not really something like you can train yourself in. Like you just... It's from day one. I don't know. I'm kind of curious about that because like I looked into it a little bit and there were a lot of pages of like how to tell if you are one, how to tell if you're like clairvoyant, how to tell if you're a medium. And part of me is like, I feel like you would know, but I guess that also has to be really confusing if you don't really understand what you're hearing or like what's going on. Right. Yeah. I feel like you maybe to an extent can cultivate it, but maybe you don't even know what it is. It could be a spectrum, right? Like all things. There's some people who like, okay, like there's some people who are just not afraid of the dark. They're not afraid of like going into a house that's dark and unfamiliar to them or going into the forest at night. They don't get spooked out. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe those are people that just aren't on the spectrum at all. You know, mm. certainly, certainly not the autism spectrum, but <laughs> on, the, on the paranormal, whatever mediumship spectrum, yeah. there's people who just don't get scared by things. Things don't spook them. At least those kinds of things. They're scared of more practical things. Like, for example, with me, I've always 
been fucking terrified of shit that I make up in my own head. Yeah. Because there's power to that. I do believe like you create things with your mind, not literally, but it might as well be literal by how much it can affect you. You know, it's funny you say that because I'm like also terrified of the dark Yeah. and Flo is terrified of the dark also. And I had, I feel like I never really met many people who like were scared of the dark in the same way that I was. Like as an adult, I am like buying a pack of nightlights to put around my house because it <laughs> freaks me out, like having it yeah. so dark all the time. But on those web pages, when I was looking it up, one of the key indicators of like you're a medium or psychic or whatever was that you're terrified of the dark. And I thought that was so interesting. That is interesting. I just know that the human mind is a very powerful thing. Yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Yes. Very powerful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, very off topic. I'm going to get back to this because I want to wrap this up. So yeah, watch Ghost Hunters. (laughs) There's a chapter in Hauska Castle's history that intersects with the Nazis. That's kind of interesting. Oh. Okay. So during World War II, the Wehrmacht, which is the unified armed forces of the Nazi regime, occupied Hauske Castle from when, I'm not sure, but up until 1945 is when they left. Rumors spread that the Nazis had conducted occult studies within the castle and performed occult experiments. This culminated into popular myths about German scientists trying to harness the power of hell through the mysterious pit. While fun, there are virtually no sources elaborating on these conspiracies, and it can altogether probably be dismissed as more superstitious urban legends that cater to the black magic Nazi trope. And that trope comes from the fact that certain elites in the regime, like Heinrich Himmler, compulsively almost read and collected occult literature and held obsessive interest with mysticism and the power of magical thinking. But there are records that state the Nazis used Hauska to house a significant portion of books and documents belonging to the RSHA, which was the Reich's main security office, and some of which likely would have been rare occult or esoteric literature. Also, they collected um, Jewish mystic books, stuff like that, just sort of hoarding it away from the public. So the purpose was probably to preserve their library archives after major Nazi strongholds began to fall. So... Once places started to fall, they would collect their important documents and literature and bring them to this castle because it was so remote and it was so inaccessible. That's Mm -hmm. one place they could keep it safe. Most notably, when Berlin fell is probably when they brought a lot of books over there. So after the war, the castle was used as a depository for the country's national library until the 1970s. So it stuck with a place where they kept a lot of literature. And the castle has since changed hands several times and is now restored and open to the public. Sometime between the end of the war and the castle's extensive restoration, varying reports say that the remains of two German soldiers were found buried on the castle grounds. Evidence indicated the soldiers had been executed, meaning that for whatever reason the military personnel stationed there had reason to kill their own men. Mm. In an interview with a local man who was held prisoner at the castle and forced to work, the man recounted how he had dug up the corpse of a man in full SS uniform. He was told it was a Nazi doctor that had committed suicide at the castle. Okay. Much of the stories concerning Hauska Castle are difficult to verify, as the stranger chapters of its history have survived in the form of urban legends and personal accounts, but nevertheless, it is a deeply peculiar place soaked in centuries of mysteries. And today, I think tourists can go and tour the place. They have a chapel that's right over the pit, and the chapel has like a really weird mural of like a centaur woman and some Mm, other strange creature 
people still claim to like see things around. You gotta assume a lot of it's probably like urban legends, you know, just repeating mm-hmm. themselves. But yeah, it's still considered like one of the most, if not haunted, one of the strangest, creepiest places in that area of Europe. You know what I was just thinking? I think it would be so fun if we got to a place where we like toured these places you know, like recorded going through and like what our reactions are kind of like ghost hunter style. Yeah, that would be dope. That'd be dope <laughs> I man. think that would be so fun. Well, now you're not in the state, but I would say even like local places, we could have gone and ghost hunted. I mean, done stuff like that. That's always super fun. I mean, whenever you come to Austin, I have like a whole separate bedroom. Oh, nice. So you guys wouldn't have to like rent a hotel or anything. It's a little weird at times, but I stage every few months and it's good. (laughs) Yeah. There's still something going on with that closet, but (laughs) we'll figure it out. Yeah. So that's it on House of Castle. I thought it was super cool. I loved hearing about that. Just an odd little thing. Perfect fodder for a mini-sode. Yeah. If you guys enjoyed listening to it as well, stay up to date on the other episodes that we're releasing. We have an Instagram and a Facebook at According to an Idiot, a Twitter at Idiot's Accord. And you can also send us an email. Tell us what you thought. Maybe you have some suggestions or maybe you just want to chat at According to an Idiot at gmail.com. And we also have a Patreon at According to an Idiot where you get early access to episodes, ad-free listening, exclusive episodes, and access to a Discord among many, many, many other amazing things. So if you like listening to us and you want more content, definitely go check that out. Also, if you have it in your beautiful heart to rate us on iTunes and leave a review on iTunes, that helps people find the show. It helps us get on people's feeds i don't fucking know um it helps people find us so yeah do that also on spotify go to our homepage and you can give us a a rating of five stars if you really like us or one star if you fucking despise us linda yeah linda when i haven't forgot about you linda (laughs) fuck you linda that's a deep cut right there linda (laughs) yeah you can do that to help us out also also it i like to read the reviews to see what you guys think i love that shit we do read them on our full-length episodes when i remember to (laughs) yeah we almost always forget but we want to did you want to plug the website i know it's like super early and probably not finished or you could tease it yeah, so I am currently under construction making... I am under construction as a human being. Aren't we all? Making the official According to an Idiot website. So our official LLC is Seeing Snakes. So it'll be under seeingsnakes.com. But I'm going to make it so it's accessible under According to an Idiot.com as well. So that will have all the information that you need. I'm going to have a directory of all our past episodes. So you can find more information about what we talked about, like our episode notes and transcripts in case you have trouble hearing, but you want to read what we talked about making a collection and a catalog there it'll take a few months but i'll probably try and do a pre-release of just the last few episodes we did and then slowly build on it from there just so you guys have a look at what we're producing and what we're putting out so hopefully that'll, that'll become like our main base you can find like sources and notes and stuff like that just more information something i was working on that i think is pretty cool pretty exciting so yeah yeah anyways Now that's over with, I shall bid you adieu, and I will see you in time. I love you guys.